Hello everyone, this is Will. Oh, this is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly. Oh, oh baby. Oh boy. I. Where was this movie all my life? <laughs> Hiding. Hiding. Uh, Hiding away. I cannot believe it took me until almost 30 to watch this I'm just gonna say it right now, ma- like masterpiece. This is a fucking masterpiece of B movie cinema. It is a B movie masterpiece. I'm just gonna say it right now. It, it, 100%. Uh, it's not too often you come come upon a movie like this. No, it really is not. Um, I'm legitimately surprised that this exists. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just so you, everyone knows, uh, I loved it so much I immediately bought it. Um, I, I witnessed this. On Voodoo. Will, immediately after watching this movie, went and bought the thing. Because you know what? Maybe there's going to come a time down the road where Amazon Prime is like, you know what? No one's watching this movie. We're just going to take it off, right? Yeah. And so now I own it. and It'll I always to, be yours. I don't have to worry about if it. I can't watch it anymore because I can just watch it whenever I want now. Especially because so far there is no remastered collector's edition blu-ray of this i don't think there ever will be if i'm being completely honest it's a bit Um, too unknown it's a bit too obscure yeah but if there ever was you bet your ass i would be owning this you'd be on that yeah if there was ever a collector's edition i would first in line i'd pre-order that shit what's the name of the movie well movie is death force (laughs) 1970 it says 77 but 78 it is 78 um damn what a movie like simple plot yeah it's just there to drive the drive the characters but like it does its job and it's just super uh, the movie's just so cool it's fucking cool that's all it is it's very stylish and i love it that's the important thing is like it, it is it's just cool this movie just like like earns everything it gives you like it's just it's so good that like i legitimately they just got lost in the movie yeah like i don't know like i'm probably gonna gush about it a lot during this uh review because i fucking love it um (laughs) but i don't know like i it just it's not like i said it's not too often you come upon a movie like this especially when you're watching so many terrible movies you're kind of like hoping that one comes along but you just never know when it's going to come along and it did yes so we found a diamond in the rough we did um especially this is great coming after all those fucking uve bowl films Uh. like we've gotten two like just really like decent and one really fucking awesome movie so it's like we're there we are there we're back in it, and it's going great. Now, I'm not saying it's going to stay great, because obviously it's not. But no. for right now, I'll take it, because it's great. <laughs> I need I needed this tonight. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so Death Force. Uh, we'll kind of get into the plot. Um, be, it's kind of a simple plot, really. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's not too much... Like I said, the plot is just there to kind of like set up where the characters are going to be at the end of the movie. And why. Yes, and why they're there and what's going on. Obviously, you know, every plot does that. But this one is like, it's not a very like hard to piece together plot. That's it's, fine. Yeah. 
which is fine. It's an That's action. Fine. It's an action movie. You don't need like a complex plot. No. You just need shit happening that put our characters against each other, and boom. Boom. There you go. <laughs> action movie. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so, do you want to? Should we get into the? Uh, we should. The, the kino. Yes, the kino. Because so it starts with it's like these guys. So it's these Vietnam. I guess is the Vietnam War over in this? I don't know. Movie? I mean, we're not really given a year. Yeah, but but they're like flying on this cargo ship, and they're talking about how they're going to like what they're going to do when they get back to the states. Yeah. Um. Basically, they're like saying like, oh well, like you know, I'm going to do this. One of them has a wife that he's going to like. Because basically, back to. there's three of them. One of them's kind of he's established as the good guy of the group, and then there's two who are shady. Well, because one of them is literally talking about how he's going to run, like, a drug business. He yeah. wants, like, big money. He wants to make a shit ton of money. And the other one um, wants to kind of join him. Yeah. And then either you're, you're good guy. He's married. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to go back to my wife. Yeah. Because we have a kid now. And, like, I just want to see my kid. And I want to, like, get back to my wife. We also know that um, they're transporting something. It also, but we don't know yet. It also, something very important it establishes in the beginning is that we see that um, the dude that wants to join the, the drug dealer guy, yeah, he is kind of jealous of our good guy because the good guy's wife is actually someone that the guy was interested in. Yeah. And he like he thought he had a chance with her, and she chose the good guy the good over guy. him. Yeah. So that that becomes important later, but um, but they kind of establish that there's that tension already between yeah. those two characters. And we know that they're there. There's something that they're like bringing along with them. So we get a scene of like a guy walking out of a morgue, and he's saying like the body's basically ready for transport. Yeah. And it's our it's our drug dealer dude. I can't I can't remember their names to be honest, but. Um, it doesn't really matter because it's just like it's drug dealer guy, the guy that wants like all the money. I can tell you the the guy who's interested in the fucking woman. His name is McGee. Yeah, and like I know our main dude's last name is Russell. I yeah, think it's, his name is like Doug. Doug Russell, I, I think. think. So. Yeah, but they call him Russell the whole movie. Yeah. So, um, so Russell helps his two friends transport this, you know, body coffin. It's a coffin, and they get to this ship. Um, with like a a Chinese guy, and they like uncover all the dirt, and it's like bars of gold. And he basically they basically sell it to this guy, and he gives them a shit ton of money. Yes. So they're back on a boat, um, going towards um wherever the base is. Yeah. Uh, so they're going back to the base, and our good dude Russell thinks that they are going back to the base, but we get our two bad dudes talking above him because russell's just hanging out on the lower deck yeah and they're like well like what are we going to do about russell like he knows he knows and he like he does he doesn't want part of this business but basically like implying that having him around is, is dangerous yeah and like one of the guys is like well like us two are going to continue the business he's like what do you mean about us two like what about russell yeah and the guy's like well like he's not set cut out for this and so they they hatch a plot to kill him immediately immediately like no like no second guesses no like questioning it nothing neither of them even well one of them like kind of questions it because he like he appreciates russell because they're kind of like friends Friends. obviously but um he just goes for it anyway like they walk up he walks up to russell talks about him talks about like 
because Russell notices they're not heading back to the base. Yeah. And he's like, what's going on? And the guy just immediately stabs him. One guy stabs him, and the other guy, like, kind of cuts his throat. Yeah. And they toss him in the ocean. Yep. Immediate. Yeah. Russell is just thrown into the ocean right away. Fucking immediate. This is all within, like, the first eight minutes, by the way. You know why, Alex? Because this movie... Efficient? It's efficient, and it doesn't waste your goddamn time. It is. Okay, none of the scenes in this movie waste your time. We get, Immediately after this, we get a brief scene of Russell's um, wife, girlfriend, like, looking at a picture of him. Yeah. Talking about how she misses him. Well, and she, and this is establishing that she has, she's working at, uh, like, a, a nightclub a lounge. She's a singer. And she has a, a friend that's a waitress there. Yeah. And, um, you know, so they establish that she's close and she's taking care of the son. And her friend is helping her take care of the son because she's obviously a single mother at the moment. So, um... And then we get a quick thing of Russell washing up to this island. And we get these two Japanese men. They're dressed like soldiers? They're these two older Japanese guys, and they come up to Russell, and they kind of roll him over, and they see that he's injured, but he's still alive. Yeah. So they drag him to, like, a cave. Yeah. And that's just the whole scene. And we also get a quick thing of the two bad guys are now back in town, back home in L.A. Yes. And they're, like, immediately. They want to start fucking shit up right away. Immediately. So they talk to this guy at a parking lot and are, like, asking him to join them. Yes. And he's, like... He's like, I can't do this. Like, the big boss is going to hear about this. And then immediately, next scene is a building on fire. And the guy's just like, come on, why'd you do this to me? Why'd you do this? And then he's like, well, like, you know, we wanted to send a message. You wouldn't join us. And the guy's like, well, the boss is going to hear about this. And they're like, okay, tell him. Okay, let him. They don't even care. (laughs) Then we get more scenes of the older Japanese men taking care of Russell. This is when the movie settles into a pattern it's like a almost like a double montage kind of thing and i don't mind this pattern i don't either because it, it kind of just gets plot points out of the way quickly because what you basically get is a scene of russell and the two japanese men and then immediately followed by a quick scene of the bad guys taking over yes that's so they're establishing that the russell is beginning kind of a training thing but like the guy's kind of reluctant to train him because he's not fully healed, and he doesn't, he just, like, the guy knows he's just out for vengeance, basically. And he keeps telling him, like, this is not about vengeance. Like, yeah. You have to be peaceful. Right. Because I also wanted to mention the two, like, older Japanese soldiers have this, like, endless banter. That it's great, is, too. That is fantastic, because one of them's like, we've been here for, like, 30 years, and you're still, like, the commander. Like, when am I getting my promotion? Yeah. And he's like, even if I was the emperor you would still be like <laughs> you'd still be cooking me fish basically. you would st- he's because he's, he's always cooking fish he's like why do i have to why is this all i do <laughs> but eventually after russell wakes up you know they put him to work and me and the guy starts talking about his like samurai thing yes about how like but honor and glory and never giving up and how like these two guys like even though the war is long over so they, they still haven't given up. It kind of also establishes that they've been there for a long time. They've been on the island for almost like 30 years. Yeah, because if you imagine like World War II ended in the mid-40s, mm-hmm. this is like, let's say mid-70s. Yeah. yeah, they've been there for a long fucking time. They have. 
Um, and so Russell wants to learn, but like the guy's like, well, to like to become what I am, you have to be born again, basically. Yeah. And while this is happening, we get scenes of just like these two bad guys just killing like every crime boss in uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. They, they they just kill like all the crime bosses, and they're just killing random people left and right. Dude, there's so many like there's a scene of like these guys playing like poker and they just bust in and tommy gun them all there's a fucking scene where a guy's just walking with a date next to a movie theater and they fucking just shotgun him yep there's oh the fucking bowling alley scene where it's just a guy bowling yeah and just gets blasted in the face like and these scenes last like i swear like five seconds yeah like it, it, it does, again it doesn't waste your time because it's just like it's just them killing people to get their way to the top that's it that is all it's establishing and it does it pretty efficiently it's just five second little snippets of murder and violence and i i have no problem with it and I, then it's I, back I pre- to i appreciate this kind of storytelling because it just it knows what it's going for because it's obviously going to reach ahead yeah where like something's going to happen like like a powder keg but it's like it's just like steamrolling there. Like yeah. it's like it's just like quickly getting there. And the five second scenes are just bookended by Russell training. Because eventually he like nags the guy enough and he's like, I want I want to do more and he finally like kinda He gives him like the wooden like they have like wooden play swords. Yeah. And he's like, what, what is this? Like, I wasn't talking about wooden. He's like, if it wasn't wood, like, I would murder you. He's like, if it wasn't wood, you'd be dead, yeah. basically. And then they they kind of fight. And, of course, Russell gets his ass handed to him by an old man. Or an old young man, I should say. Yep, and he, like, knocks him into the water. And he's like, now you're ready to train. And But, like, the last thing he tells him is, like, no matter what happens, like, you can't get angry. Yes. Can't get angry. We also get our our quintessential music break. We have to because it is it shows the wife singing at the club, and it's just her singing and like the boss at the club being a dick to everybody. But it's like a little four minute interlude. We also get social commentary because there's a thing where they're talking like about like learn learn Russell learning how to be a samurai and all this stuff and. He's like, I want to learn to fight. And the samurai guy tells him, like, well, first you have to learn to survive. And he's like, and Russell tells him where I'm from. Like, that's the same thing. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, had, to to, you had to fight to survive. You have to fight to survive. And it's great. I have no problems with it. I love mm-hmm. it. And then, so it's more, um, then, so uh, eventually the wife gets fired from the singing place. Even before this. Oh, sorry, yeah, the friend, the fucking, the, one of the bad guys, the one that was interested in her beforehand. Thirsty McGee yes. was, even before she gets fired, he was, like, visiting her and being like, oh, I'm sorry about your husband, like, he, because he was the one who told her that he died. Yes. Um, When he first came back. But he immediately starts telling her, like, well, I'll be back for you. Like, I'll visit you again. Like, I'll take care of you. I can, like, suppl- I can, you know, basically fund your and your son's life. Yeah. And, like, I'll do all this stuff for you and Because eventually she gets fired. Yes. And she has to start looking for work and no one, no place will hire her. And then the guy shows up again to, like, threaten her, basically. 
I wonder if if that's why she won't get hired. I wonder if that he's the reason she got fired and cannot get rehired. It's possible. Uh, they never established that, but it would make sense. It's not explicitly it, mentioned, though, later on in the movie, when she talks about it, he, like, threatens her again by telling her, like, you'll never work in this town, like, yes. without my permission. Kind of establishing that he probably was the one that got her fired. Yeah. So he could, like, try and get an in by, like, helping her. Yeah. But she eventually goes to a friend, stays with a friend for now, and that's kind of the end of that for now. For now. So our dude keeps training with the old samurai. We get some wonderful banter because the samurai dude is like obsessed with baseball. Yes. Joe DiMaggio. Do- Joe DiMaggio, yeah. Which is like a baseball player from the 40s and, and he's I- like obsessed with him and the guy keeps like, and eventually the guy's like, he's like, yeah, he has Russell, he's like, have you seen him? He's like, yeah, I saw him in a coffee commercial. He's like, what's... For Mr. Coffee. He's, he's like, like, what's Mr. Coffee? He basically tells him it's a machine, and he's like, what's wrong with... What's wrong with the coffee pot, basically? And then he just tells... They just keep talking, and he's like, I would love to see you, like, see Japan right now. And he's always talking about, we haven't changed ever. And he's like, I would love to see you in, like, a car with an 8-track player. Yeah. <laughs> like, just saying how he, like, he's too stuck in his old ways. Yeah. <laughs> um... And it's it's great. And then we get a scene where um, they're training on the beach, and uh, the friend is like climbing up this ladder to go like dry the fish. That happens later. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because f- the first thing you have to remember is before that happens, our dude. Oh, before all this, there's the part where they visit the big bad. Oh, you're right. At the okay. junkyard. Yeah, I forgot to establish that they. this is how they become, like, crime bosses. In another scene that in an efficient manner lasts, like, ten seconds, they meet the guy and immediately threaten him. So these are the two bad guys meeting, like, the guy who owns basically the whole city. The last, like, hurdle, yeah. I should say. And it's it just a quick conversation. There's an immediate shootout. They catch one of them, and the guy they catch is the boyfriend of the, Russell's wife's friend. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah. And they catch him, so you know something's up. Because then you get a scene where the the main, like the last bad guy standing, is going up into an office, and this guy is like his henchman. So he's behind him. And then while they're in an ele- elevator... They the, switch briefcases. The guy switches briefcases with, with another guy. And then they, he just gives the boss the briefcase. Boss goes into a room. The guy walks out of the room. And the room fucking explodes. Yeah, it just blows up. And then we get the funeral scene where the guy's being buried and his wife has the worst crying I've ever heard and I don't even care. And our main bad guy... Winks. He, like, pulls the sunglasses down to the dude that just blew up the crime boss and winks at him. Like, we got it. We got him. Like, this is it. This we're, we're We are established crime bosses yeah. now. Then we get a scene where our guy, Leon, I mean, uh, fucking not Leon, um, Russell, yep. b- gets his like his own samurai sword. Yes. Like, he's finally a samurai. So, the yeah, the dude un- unwraps this thing, and he gets two samurai. He gets the, the main katana and the long sword. Yeah. And after this is the scene where the, the like, other samurai, the lesser one, is like climbing up the ladder. Yep. And he's like 
he like puts his bucket down and he's like climbing up and then he falls off a cliff and he dies and he dies immediately in the obviously the one guy that spent like 30 years with this dude he even says like his was the only voice i heard for 30 years yeah but he's even like you know this is like he's basically saying like this is like really hard to take because like obviously they've spent their entire life yeah. together and but so they, they, he buries him and, and they give him a proper him. burial and uh then he <clears throat> like what happens next so Russell and him are talking about, like, what's going to happen, and he's, like, basically, like, well, what if a ship never comes? Like, what if, like, are you ready to spend your whole life? And and Russell tells him, no, like, someone's gonna come. And he's, like, well, but, like, what if no one comes? And yeah. Russell's, like, well, someone will. Like, he's, like, well, what if you get old like me? He's, like, uh, he's like well, I won't get as old as you. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, basically says, like, Russell's, like, ready to get off the island but you know you know that the the Japanese guy is not that even if someone does come he's not right he's not leaving he's still fighting his like war basically cuz we right after this a boat lands on the island yep and there's these soldiers looking around and the Japanese guy sees them and he's immediately like talking and Russell kind of tries to like tell him like it's over like the war ended yep but he tells him no like I, there's no defeat. Allowed. He's basically saying like my war has not ended. That like I can't like give up. Yep. For my own like samurai honor, I can't give up. You get a quick thing of them of like the soldiers chasing them through the woods. Eventually, Russell gives up. Yep. And the Japanese guy sees him give up, so he walks back to the cave and Russell is telling the soldiers like, "Let me try to like get him to leave." Well, they're like, "Well, we came here for him." Like, so we're going to go get him, and Russell's like, well, he's not going to, he's not going to surrender if you guys all go in there. Yeah. Like, he's going to keep fighting you. He's like, let me go and try and talk to him. He goes to try and talk to him, and the guy's, like, in the middle of his ceremony for seppuku. (laughs) He, like, encases, like, the smaller sword, the sacrificial sword, and, uh, like, presses it into his well like so he's holding it up and russell tries to stop him but he just tells him like please like he's like he's like there's no honor anymore like i i have to do this basically that like i have no choice yes and he accepts it and we get the full fucking thing on screen on screen of him slicing his stomach and it actually looks like pretty like legit yeah and russell leaves and he's he's sad but they're taking him out, and and we just know, you know, that he's going to go home and fuck shit up. Yes. He's going to, like, first he's going to go find his wife, and then he's going to fuck shit up. Because we see him land with his fucking bag of swords. Yes. And he goes to a payphone, and he can't, like, he doesn't know where his wife is because she's moved and all this stuff. He tries to con the house that she's not at because she's moved into the the friend's house because she didn't have any money and then he tries calling the her job and obviously she's been fired yeah so he the guy's like i have no idea where she is and so he's like okay well you know like i can't find her maybe i'll go and try and find the people who the two guys the two guys maybe they like took her or something like that sums up and then we get he gets into a cab and we get our lovely we get our first cab driver sidekick kind of yes. 
because he gets in this cab and we immediately see our guy talking Japanese. Yes. And the guy's like, you're the weirdest passenger I've ever had. Well, and he's like, he's like, well, what happened? Like, what what's happened around here? And the guy's like, well, don't you know? Like, two, like, guys have, like... Taken over. Basically taken over the entire city. They like, have, there's like, not a day that goes by that you don't hear about, like, a killing or something like that. They and, have, like, the police in their pocket. Like, you know... And just... he's like, one of those guys wouldn't happen to be... He names one of them. And the guy's like, wait, you don't work for him, do you? Like, I didn't mean anything he's I like, said. I, I take back everything I said. And then he's like... It was fine. Did he also have this person with him? And he's like, yeah. It's like his right-hand man. And then we get... Because <laughs> after this, we get basically, again, just slaughter. Yes. We get scene after scene of our guy slaughtering dudes. I love... Okay, so here's where the style comes in, though. Because every time he goes up to go murder some when you know a fight's gonna happen we see a like it's kind of at his hip and we get his just his back and he's holding the sword and he just opens it and that's it and that's it because you know he's gonna fucking use the sword to kill people and the first time it's like these guys like in a fucking room just like i don't know with weapons and like money and they get a pizza delivery and eventually our guy shows up and like just fucks shit up oh it's great like and 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 it's it's great because it's like well done it's well done when people are cut we see body parts being flying around we see their stomachs split open we see like things like like furniture being split in half or in this scene like he cuts all the fucking lights off the ceiling Mm -hmm. so that like they don't see him it's it's great. And he like he like swings the sword back, and I love like the use of like slow motion in this in this movie too, because at one part in the in that first like scene, he swings his sword back and it it shatters a uh, like a a water jug, and it's in slow motion, so you see all the water like yeah. cascade out, and like you see his sword like shattering it. It's really cool. He fucks up all of them, and then we get a scene of like the bad guys on the phone with like a cop who's dirty, and they're just like trying to get explanation like. You tell me that some dude with like a sword just murdered three of our men like, and who would like why would he do that? Like who's after us basically? And the cops like I think you should leave it alone. Like <laughs> And then the other fight scene is like we get a guy, uh, we get again him opening the sword in front of like a like a dojo kind of thing. Oh my god. This, this scene is so good. So he goes into the dojo and they start fighting and he just like fucking wrecks all of them. He cuts one of the guys foot off. Another one's arm off, and then, like, one of the guys gets two swords, and there's an awesome fight. Well, because basically what happens is he finally goes with the taxi cab driver. Um, the taxi cab driver gets him, like, gets him an apartment and all this stuff, but he basically, like, tells him who all of, like, the... And so he's, like, climbing the, the ranks, because yeah. he, like, he goes first, like, that dojo scene, he goes after, like, the Japanese guy that's working very closely with the other two dudes. Yeah. So, basically, our dude Russell is working his way up to the fucking guys. To the guys. Right? Because he can't let this go. They tried mm-hmm. to kill him. They're fucking, like, backstabbing assholes. So, like, they're gonna they're gonna fucking die. You know shit's going down. Yes. So, eventually, um, the... Um, some, how does he find the wife again? Um, 
he I don't I don't like remember the exact thing that led up to it, but I know eventually like because all the bad guys are kind of scared. Because he's and, just and, going around murdering yeah, everyone, and all we, the bad guys. We should guys also mention f- that the bad guys, because they're scared shitless, end up hiring a fucking guy yes. to deal with it. Like a foreign guy to like deal with it because he's like well known for taking out like, like some sort of hitman or something. Huge hits, yeah. And eventually, the taxi driver actually um, leads him to the wife. Right, because she he takes he like finds her and like. The taxi driver takes him to the friend's house. It's the friend's house, yeah. And they reunite, finally. And he's like, oh, like... And, sorry, we went, forgot to mention, too, um, the guy, the thirsty dude, came back and, like... Um, oh, like, beat her up. Beat her up. Well, because he came back and, like, was basically going to rape her. And his fucking... And, and one of the other guys was going to distract her friend outside. Yes. But she ends up busting in there and, like, kind of putting a stop to it. But now she's kind of roughed up. Like, she has bruises on her face. Mm-hmm. So our guy, like... So when Russell gets there... He sees it. He sees the bruise, and he's like, who did this to you? And But we have to get our obligatory love montage. Yep. With them having fun with their kid, playing frisbee, riding the bike, going on a boat ride, and having sex. <laughs> it's great. But you know that shit's going to go down after this. Well, and I love this, because it's the classic... It's that classic story beat where it's like, this is the life he could have, right? Well, it's well, it's like the... This is like them reuniting... The three-act structure. Yeah, he's finally happy, and like he's, you know, he's reunited with his wife. So he doesn't... He has all he wants, right? Yeah. Except for revenge. Except he still has... Well, that's the thing, is what he says is it's for honor. Yes. Like... It's just on. It's the honorable thing to do. But like, also remember the samurai said to not seek vengeance. Yeah. So it's like he's not really listening to the teachings that that guy gave him. Yeah. It's surprisingly deep for a B movie. <laughs> like I'm like I was really surprised by that. We do like, get a pivotal scene though after the love montage. Yep, because he's sitting on the on the on the rocks on the beach. Yeah. And he's meditating, right? And he has the samurai sword in his hand. And the woman comes up to him and is like, like, what's wrong? Like something's, what's wrong? something's bothering you. What's eating you up? And he's like, it's nothing. He's, she's like, don't say it's nothing because it's obviously something like something's going on. And he's like, he's like, he, she's like, you're thinking about th- them, aren't you? Yeah. And, and she's like, you need to let it go. And he's, he's like, like, I can't. He's like, I can't let it go. It's for honor. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> We get a very quick scene where he attacks one of the guys in their car. Yes. Well, and so, yeah, like, immediately after, two guys are getting in the car, and he just, like, smashes. So, like, the one of the friends that betrayed tried, him tried to betrayed him is getting in a car, and, like, <laughs> Russell just smashes the window, tries to kill him, and they drive away. We should also mention that because one of the guys saw him going into the house with the wife... That they now know that he's alive. Yes. And he's in town. So they have this huge meeting, and they're like, well, he's fucking, he's alive. Like, we need to protect ourselves and everything. And like, we need to kill him still. So they start, like, guarding up and everything. And then he goes to the other dude's house, the thirsty dude's house. Not yet. Not yet? Oh, We get shit. a quick scene. Yeah, my bad. Where he's walking along the street. Well, we also get a scene of the hitman they hired, like, looking for him. Right. He's, like, he's look. he's 
giving people a picture and saying like, you know, he's and eventually anything, someone points him out. But we get it's a scene, the barber, and in this scene, he's our guy's walking to the barber shop, and a car pulls up to him, and it's a cop, and he's like, "I'm not arresting you. I just want you to know that like, a lot of us support you." Yep, you're doing what we can't, basically. Yeah, and <laughs> he goes into a barber shop. Hint, hint. And he's in there, and the fucking hitman walks in. And so the barber kind of like backs away, and the hitman like he goes up to the mirror and he like starts putting a silencer on his pistol, and like Russell already fucking knows what's going on. Yeah. So he like he throws the fucking hair guard at him, and like they have this huge fight and fuck up the entire. Fuck up ev- I I don't know why I'm always a sucker for fight scenes where there's just like. Carnage. furniture and carnage being broken I, I just love it and so they fight and they like break everything and then eventually russell throws him through the fucking, through the window, fucking window and the end scene and then after this is where we we get a scene of him confronting the other guy the thirsty right. guy okay so he goes to the thirsty guy's house and like he's begging for his life yes so he takes out his guards basically and except for the the guys so except for the the guy still... who backstabbed the main boss earlier. Yeah, because he's, with he's still, face. like, hiding. Yes. So he, like, he confronts the thirsty guy. He cuts off his fucking ear. It happens in, like, I swear, like, a millisecond. Because he basically, like, cuts off his ear, and then immediately the other guy attacks him. Yes. And so and... they fight, but the guy gets away. Yep. They both get away. And so Russell, like... In the next scene, though, he goes to... The Italian restaurant. Which is where the other bad guy is. He goes there. And oh, before oh. this, we get a fucking scene where everyone is abandoning Every them. crime boss is abandoning the two guys because they're all fucking scared of Russell. They're all just like, yeah, you're not in charge anymore. Like, Because Russell's been making his way through the fucking ranks. And he's like, how can you do this? How can you just quit? And the guy's like, well, I want to live. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, okay, fucking run. Just fucking run. He flips his shit. He's like... Throws them all out, and he's like, "I can do this by myself." And then Russell, Russell shows up, shows up. And, um, and then there's another fight. But they also, this is great because he corners him, and we see like he's just like begging for his life, and he's like, "I'll give you everything you want. I'll give you all the money you want." And then we see Russell swing the sword. We get, and then the scene cuts, and it's thirsty dude in a hospital with this fucking ear cut off. And the guy comes in and he's like, there's this box just waiting for you. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, it could be dangerous. What the like fuck are you doing? it's a bomb or anything. Like, check what's in it. And, like, the guy, like, is all surprised. And by this point, we already know what's in the fucking box. I knew the second I saw the box. Yep. I, I was, was like, like, hell yeah. They're, they're doing f- it. Um, so he opens the box. And it's the dude's head. It's the guy's head. Just in the fucking box beauty he's like get that shit out of here we're leaving <laughs> and then so they they head out um and it shows them going to the airport towards mexico but no you forgot we get a quick scene because russell comes home and the whole apartment is like oh it's all trashed and they have killed the taxi driver they right? killed our taxi driver dude and he's like i'm new i'm i tried to fight he's them like, off, but i'm no samurai i'm no samurai he dies, then we get them, like, all driving. Yes. And, and this is where they, like, show that they're going to Mexico. Because they took her, they took the wife, the kid, hostage, along with the wife's friend, 
and they're leaving and they're like where are we going and we just see the airport and it zooms in on the airline yep and um, next scene is mexico they're in mexico they have this huge like base in mexico and uh so russell Russell's... goes in the thirsty guy's house looking for information he can't find anything and the fbi agent is outside yeah the guy's outside and he's like do you know where they are and he's like well he's got some land in mexico and he just kind of tells him like you know i'd like i'd really prefer it be me they catch him but russell's just like no like you better tell me yeah and then the guy tells him where it is so we know that he's gonna storm this fucking place Mm -hmm. and that's what he does because again the fucking this happens like super quick by the way because the guy thirsty guy is again putting the fucking moves on the girl so he arms up, he, like, sends all his goons out to protect the base, right? Yeah. And so he's, like, now he's, like, getting ready to, like, have his way with the girl, right? And then he t- tells him, like, either you're going to be nice to me or I will kill your kid. And he's, he's like, right into, about to get into it. And the lights go out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he goes down and he's, like, he's, like... He's like, Rico, what happened to the lights? And then he's like, well, the power just went out. Rico's the guy that switched the briefcases. Yeah. I remembered his name. He's also the boyfriend, or by this point, ex-boyfriend of the friend. Yeah, because the friend... Who is escaping. The friend gives up because she tries to, like, say, like, we need to get out of this. Like, you need to, like, we need to leave. Yeah. And he's like, well, we can't leave. And she, like, starts to run away. And she's running away and, and yelling for Russell... And he just shoots her. Like, Rico just shoots her, goes over to the body, and Russell just comes out and fucking lobs his head off. And it's on screen. On screen with blood spraying. It's great. And then he <laughs> he goes through and, like, just cuts, like, two other guys, two other guys heads corner off. him. He kicks their ass and cuts both of their heads off. And then it's the mor- it just cuts to the morning. It's the morning, and then... Thirsty guy walks us as like, what's going on? And we see three heads on sticks. Well, I love it too, because like, we also like it, three heads on sticks and it pans over and like all the fucking guards are, are leaving. leaving. They're just like, nope. They're they just, all like, get into a fucking clown car. They're noping the fuck out. With like 20 dudes sitting on a Jeep and just peace out. Honestly though, same. 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 I would get the fuck out of there if I saw that too. Same. Like what, what? It's not fucking... <laughs> Like, it's not worth it. No. It's not fucking worth it. You saw what he can do. And those dudes had guns. So the dude takes the kid, and he takes the wife, and he's like, okay, we're going to finish this. And he starts yelling, just desperately yelling. And, like, he, and he has, like, the kid in his hand, and he, like, goes down the steps, and he's like, Russell, where are you? And, like, you see Russell, like, sneaking through the bu- the hedges. And he's like, I'm going to kill your son. I swear to God I'll do it. I and, swear to God. And then he, like, has... Like, they're all laying there, and he, like, fires, like, three bullets at them just really close to, like, scare Russell. And so Russell goes into action, and it's this huge slow-mo scene, and it's beautiful. Where he, like, he shoots him and misses him, and then Russell's taking his fucking sword out. It looks so fucking cool. It looks so cool. He's running at him and, like, pulling his sword out and, like, ready to, like, I'm just like, mmm. It's so fucking epic. So he's about, like, the guy's about to shoot him again, and, like, the girl intervenes. This is all in slow-mo. All in slow-mo. And she, like, raises the gun up. He fires into the air and then, like, staggers back, and then Russell can finally get on top of him. And then, like, he fires off. He tries firing, but it's it's empty, and Russell just stabs him and then fucking lifts, lifts him it. in the air 
on the sword. <laughs> and the guy falls down on the sword, and, like, Russell just slams him down to the ground. And they start playing the happy music. I'm just like, oh, is this the end? And okay. I'm like, okay, this is fucking lit. I thought I was going to end in a freeze frame, which it it does. It does. But, but I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Like, hell yeah, fucking hero's journey over. And then he, like, goes and, like, their kid runs to them, and the guy's, like, embracing his kid, and then... He gets shot in the fucking back. He's shot in the back. And then he turns around and he gets shot twice in the fucking chest. And then we just see a fucking... We see the cop in the distance with a sniper rifle. Mr. Whitey in the fucking... Yeah, with the sniper rifle. With the sniper rifle. And our guy is falling down. Dead. Freeze frame. Yeah. He's falling down dead and it freezes frame and then end credits. End credits. I didn't know... I did not okay, expect so that at all. Listen, when watching this movie, I thought they were just going to embrace the kid and freeze frame, right? Yeah, it would just be a happy ending. I was just like, okay, I don't mind a happy ending. But no, this movie was like, nah. <laughs> it's a samurai film. You think we're going to end Dude, it happy? Dude, I, I wanted a happy ending. And then the movie was like, hey, guess what, boy? I liked Russell a lot. Yeah, a I liked him. good character. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, he went through all this shit. And then at the end of the movie, the fucking man wins. The man wins. He the cop him down. kills him because, and he's going to take all the credit. Yeah. For everything. Because he even warned Russell. He's like, I want to do this. And, I can't believe it. And they just fucking murder their main character. In true samurai fashion, to be honest. Samurai I mean, yeah. Fashion. Like, they always end kind of on a, like a like a bitter note the samurai a good samurai movie will always end on a a bitter note and this is no even if it's like quote exception unquote, like a happy ending like like say like seven samurai right yeah. it ends with like the village being saved and everything but at what cost they like lost literally like five samurai like fighting for this village yeah and only like two i think it's two samurai are left yeah like two yeah and that's it that's it but in this just fucking it's like yeah the bad guys are dead so's our uh so's our dude yeah this movie's great it it's fucking awesome i i legitimately love this movie i'm still baffled like blown the fuck away by that goddamn ending i was like literally shocked i had no idea what to say like i was just like I cannot believe they fucking did that. Like, I they really... Did that. They did that. They were just like, yeah, it's fucking... It's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's... <laughs> it's fucking the man wins. Yeah. Like, they just... They gun our hero down. They... That's it. The end. No happy ending. As he finally gets his fucking family back. Yeah. No, I love this movie. Oh, so great. I fucking love this movie. This is... Crazy. Mm-hmm. This is a crazy fucking movie. I was talking about like people say like, oh, they don't make movies like that anymore. Usually they're talking about like some boring black and white shit about slapping your wife and smoking a cigarette. Yeah. No. When I say they don't make movies like that anymore. This kind of movie. This is what I'm talking about. Well, it's just like... just endless, unpretentious ultra violence. Yes. I'm just a sucker for, like, that hero's journey kind of thing where the guy has to, like... Kick ass. Like, the main character has to, like, go through something traumatic, has to train themselves up again. Yeah. And then they go kick some serious fucking ass. 
and I'm just a sucker for that plot. It's so basic, but it works so well. Well, that's why me and you love like old school, like seventies, eighties action movies. Yes, because it's always like that. Because it was always about like you have your good guy who is like a genuine good person, good character, fucking up bad guys. Yes, that's all it is. That's all you need. It's an action movie. Why would you need a more complex movie? Like plot? that's it, and this is it. That's what you get. And I love this kind of shit. It's great. I don't yeah. care. I don't care if it's unoriginal. I don't. I don't give a shit. Okay, so the plot might be unoriginal, but I've literally like there's very few movies I've seen do the things that like that this does. This does just because it's like I don't know like. Sure, there's movies about guys, like, killing other guys, but, like, I don't know, like, it's just... Samurai. I've never seen a, like, a B-movie go this ham. Yeah. For, like, for a, like the samurai epic kind of, yeah. like, vibe. For, yeah. Like, I mean, the, before he kills anyone, he always pulls out his, like, you always see the shine the, the shine of his sword. Yeah, he every scene, every scene where there's going to be a fucking massacre, you see him do that. Yes, and it's great, and I love that kind of style. Yeah. Like, they didn't need to go that hard. It's a fucking B-movie that no one's heard of. We didn't need scene after scene after scene of the bad guys slaughtering other, like, mobsters who all look like fucking, like, grandpas and accountants. But they have that in there. It's great. And it's great. We didn't need that whole, like, uh... I don't know, like, actually thinking about it, like, maybe there... I don't know if there is. I don't know if they intentionally did this. But maybe there's a deeper meaning to, like, how the samurai was trying to teach him, like, patience and, like, you know, learning to, like, reserve himself and, like, not use all this these techniques for vengeance and anger. Yeah. Because it'll lead to something bad. And that's what it... And that's what it led to, because he used all the techniques for vengeance and anger. Possibly. I don't know if that's what they were going for. That's what I took away from it, because maybe it's less insightful than I think, but... I mean, his journey follows the samurais. It does. Because the samurai has has his own like war that he's fighting, but at the end of the day, and the samurai can't let it go. He the war is over; it's all futile. He just dies. Yeah, I mean, so does our guy. Yeah, like yeah, but also our die our guy dies in a less honorable way. Yeah, I mean, he killed bad people, but well, it's also what he was saying. Because he has a conversation with the samurai guy about, like, honor and respect, about how, like, those like those words you're talking about don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Like, no one cares. Right. And... Obviously, no one does care. If by the end of the movie, the fucking cop can just gun him down, who cares? There's no what, honor and there's no respect in that. What does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's weird to me that we're, like... <laughs> thinking about it? Like, thinking about, like, a B-movie and how, like, maybe insightful this movie can be i don't know it, it's just that it, it's that good of a movie it just makes you talk about that kind of stuff like yeah. it's great because like a lot of these movies we don't break down like that and that's what i love about this movie i don't know why it just it, it just it gets me yeah this is my aesthetic <laughs> i love this kind of shit i live for these kind of movies they're fucking great i wish there was more of them there might be i mean we have many movies to go. We do have a lot of movies to go, and I hope there is more like this because, like, there will be. This is my shit. Oh, there's gonna be more. Just wait until we get to the '80s and we get into the ninja like Hell craze yeah. that exploded mm-hmm. yep. during the decade. Just wait. 
I just live for samurai movies. My all-time favorite movie is Seven Samurai, so it's like <laughs> samurai movies are fucking in my blood. Like I love them so much. But uh, yeah, this one was a good one. It's a really fucking good 1978 B movie. I think everyone should watch this. I think you need to watch this if you even remotely like samurai films. It's it's free on Prime. It is. Like, fucking watch it. Like, I'll admit the film quality isn't the best. Who cares? That's not the film's fault. Who cares? It's just what they could get. But uh, who cares? Who cares? It's coherent and you get it. It's watchable. Yes. And I don't care. Like, watch it. Watch it's the fucking movie. It's almost two hours long. And it's, it's almost two hours long, and I'm going to be quite fucking blunt with you. It does not get boring. At all. Never. I never wanted to turn this off. No, like, I I wanted more scenes of just It could have been, like, three hours long, and I would have been fine. <laughs> a, a true samurai epic. Yes. Watch this movie. Like, I don't care. Watch this fucking Go, movie. Go do yourself a favor. Go watch Death Force. If you love it enough, it's only $5 on Voodoo. You can buy it. I mean, hell, you can probably buy it on Amazon for the same price if you, you feel can, like it. Man. Mm-hmm. So, like, hey, you finish watching it on Prime, just go back to that main screen there and go down in the buy section, and then here you go. Because who knows, maybe one day it'll, it won't be streaming, but you'll still have it. Yeah, I'll always have this movie. And you can always experience our man fucking wrecking people. I do think this is going to be a repeat viewing for me. I think I'm going to go back and watch this when I'm feeling, like, nostalgic. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I just, I, I, people, more people need to know about this movie. And it's kind of like along the same lines of like The Witch Who Came from the Sea. Like that movie is fantastic. Like, I do not, I legitimately do not understand how that movie is solo rated. Same with this. Same with this. Like, it's the same thing. It's just like, I don't get it because it's like, it's a fa- fantastic movie. Because here's the thing about both amazing. of like that and this is like, yeah, like, they're definitely B-movies. You can tell they're cheap. But you can also tell that they're aiming for something higher. They're aiming for something more than just the same bullshit you've always seen. You can tell they're giving, like, m- pretty much maximum effort yeah. in, like, making the best movie they can make with the budget and the actors and, the, like, what they have. Yeah, and it's fucking fantastic. And it's great. Like, people need to watch this movie. If you haven't known, noticed by now, we really like this movie. Like, I almost so. don't even want to tell people to watch this movie because it's like, hey, maybe it'll be our little thing. But you know what? Fuck it. Watch this movie. If we can get this movie popular enough to like have a like a wide release, oh, a bru- a Blu-ray. I don't think we'll ever get that far, but a like if, a, a if fully 4K remastered Blu-ray of this. Imagine if there's even a hope. That that can happen, I'll do it. So go watch this movie. Please. Go watch this movie so I can get my fucking Shout Factory collector's edition of Death Force. I would love that. It's not going to happen, but I would love it. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Even if it, get, if, even if it gets released in, like, Australia, I'll fucking buy it. I don't care. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> God, that's all I have to say. It's just, like, it's just a... I mean, shitty or pretty. I mean, you really think we're going to rate this one low? Yeah, no. it's a 1 out of 10. Yeah. I'm just a pure 10. Like, it's fucking golden. Yeah. I'd say 10. 
I would give it a 10 because I really like this movie. I think halfway through I was like, yeah, it's probably like a 9. But, man, at this point, I, I, I it feels wrong to give this anything other than a 10. Especially for like how ballsy that ending was. The ending is insane. I cannot believe they did that. It's fucking... I still am sh- in shock. Insane. Yes. They actually have a very dark ending. Yeah, like... And man, those freeze frames, though. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, appreciating freeze frames when a well-done freeze frame is pretty good, so... Yeah, they don't do freeze frames anymore. No. And slow-mo's kind of stupid now. Oh, dude. Slow-mo is a fucking meme now. If you see yeah. slow-mo in a movie now, you know it's like a director like just fucking jerking themselves off. Mm-hmm. But when you see it in this, because not, there's not that much slow-mo. Like, there really isn't. No, but it's well utilized. But when it's in there, y- you know. Because our dude running towards the camera and taking out his sword in slow-mo is the coolest is shit. fucking glorious. <laughs> it is fucking amazing. Oh, it's so good. I love this movie. That and I just can't help it. The fucking when he pulls out the sword every time he's about to fucking kill people is just beautiful. Dude, the the fights are fantastic. Yep. It just people get <laughs> fucked up in this movie. Yeah. Body parts be flying. They do. Like heads. I love this. <sighs> thank it's, you. Is thank you, thank you. This fucking movie, like fuck thank you to everyone who made this movie possible thanks to this podcast for like getting us this far to where we can watch this to movie. where we find out about this movie's existence i just hope this keeps ha- it has to keep happening we have hundred like almost thousands of movies to watch we're not even done with the 70s dude no like, this is this is great so go watch death force do yourself a favor um, get some friends together that love samurai films because they're gonna love this too. I yeah, guess. like I know, like 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 a lot of people are playing Ghosts of Tsushima right now. You got a samurai kick? You want to see something a little different? Go watch Death. Watch Force. Death Force. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, what else can we say? Just watch the movie. Just go watch it. Um. From they mostly come out at night. This has been Will. This has been Alex. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Man always fucking wins, doesn't he?